folks, Andrew Bopros here. I know a lot of people have been talking about trade rumors, bye week. Not a whole lot to discuss right now. It's a bye week, of course. But again, I felt like it wouldn't be a bad idea to at least review some of the trades that people are talking about and why I believe no trades are going to happen this year. So guys, let's get into it. Okay, folks, always like and subscribe if you do enjoy the content. I'm Andrew Bolpros. Yes, you heard me right. I don't think any trades are going to happen. And I know people have brought it up on our Thursday night show and our Sunday night live that we did. Um, so let's talk a little bit about our coaching staff, right? We have Kellen Moore and Brandon Staley, right? These guys are, uh, you know, I think Kellen Moore is doing a great job with the offense. I think, you know, there's some improvement that could be made. And Brandon Staley actually talked about this quite a bit, that it's a nice time for us to take some time off. So we can look at the offense and defense and see what's working, what's not working, and make some adjustments. Well, why do I think we're probably not going to make any trades, right? Well, first and foremost, I would say this. Just across the board, I think bringing in players, especially offensive players, never really works out because, again, they don't know the offense very well. They don't know the defense very well. And they're never really an impact player. And you give up a lot to get very little, in my opinion, right? So, Again, I, I go back to all the trades that have happened, and you just you just sit back and go, ah, is it really worth it? I think these gentlemen right here feel the same way. If you've noticed, up to this point, we pretty much pick up players that have been in this system or in the offense at some point, right? So at least they can be up to speed and ready to go moving forward. So I wouldn't suspect anybody, at least on the list that I'm about to provide to you that I keep seeing Charger fans talk about that we could potentially go after. Again, I think it's a load of hooey, but you know what? Whatever, let's just go through it. So let's discuss a few things. Well, this guy right here was an absolute bust. You know that. I know that. He knows that. He got his bags and he walked on. Well, good for him, but screw him as well, too, at the same time. You know, this is another great example as to why I don't think we're going to go after anybody because we gave up a lot to get very little. You guys know that, right? We still paid, I think it was $40 million in guaranteed money. Boom, out the door. I mean, literally burnt it up in the air. Whew. Got absolutely nothing from this guy. Again, we're basically paying his salary to play for the Patriots this year and partially next year. Very unfortunate situation, right? So you sit back and you say to yourself, okay, whose fault was it? I've already talked about it. I do think it's Brandon Staley's fault. I don't think it's Tom Telesco's fault. Brandon Staley wanted a shutdown press man corner, and that was J.C. Jackson in free agency. Did not work out. Now, again, free agency is very different than trading. You know that. I know that. But the problem is you're still giving up a sixth-round pick, a fifth-round pick, or whatever to get somebody, right? And so, again, having that person step in and really do anything really worthwhile makes no sense, right? Obviously, you know, we, we picked up after we let J.C. Jackson go. We picked up off waivers, Bassey from the Broncos. Again, he knows the system. He understands the system. He knows what to do. So at least he could step in and be ready to go or ready to play potentially. So, again, I like a guy like that because he's hungry. He's been released by his old team. And he has an opportunity to play with our team. Now, this is a, this is another good example as to why I don't think we're going to, because Brandon Staley went to Papa Spanos, asked this guy for money to get this gentleman right here on screen. But this is really what Papa Spanos's uh, pockets look like right now, folks. Boom, no money, no money, no money, no money. Okay, he has got zero dollars to spend. If you look at the salaries that we have coming up next year, you're looking at like thirty million dollars for for uh, Keenan Allen. <laughs> I think I think Mac is like $38 million. Bose is like $29 million, some jack like that. I mean, bananas money for these guys right here. So there's no money left over to spend. Now you could argue, well, we could trade 
yada, yada. The problem is, is again, you're not going to see these guys be impact players during this season, right? And that's the point, right? So what's the benefit of bringing them on board? Again, I've said this a hundred times, there is no benefit. So I don't think there's going to be a trade. Now, if I were to lean on one side and say, okay, should we go for a running back or anyone on the offense? Absolutely not. I think there's just a complete waste. Not worth it. We got plenty of running backs. We got plenty of wide receivers. I think we're fine. Defensively, that might make a little more sense just because they might know the system. Like Bassey makes perfect sense because he understands the defensive system. He could step in and potentially be of value. But why is the conversation so important? Okay, why are people having this conversation? Obviously, it's something to discuss in the, the media, right? Media has nothing to really discuss because we're in a bye week, but it's really large because this man right here is out for the season. You know that. I know that. The league knows that. So guess what? They're probably going to call Tom up. Hey, man, we're looking to shop this guy. What do you think? We need a fifth-round pick for this guy. We want a sixth-round, blah, 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 yada, yada. Here's the thing, guys. You're never going to replace Mike Williams. Everyone is like, well, where are we going to get that production? Great. It's going to be with somebody else on the team that's already on the team. Again, we picked up Simi Fajoko. Simi Fajoko, very similar body type to Mike Williams. Again, he's not going to be Mike Williams. Good to go, right? At the end of the day, other players need to step up. That's where Quentin Johnson needs to step up. Darius Davis needs to step up. Gerald Everett needs to step up. Other players on the team need to step up. And yes, it is extremely unfortunate that Mike Williams is down. But folks, he's down, right? You're not going to replace Mike Williams. Mike Williams is one of a kind. You know that. I know that. So let's talk about some of the people that have been discussed by the media, as we want to call them. I'm just going to recant my thoughts on it. Again, you already know my my very biased opinion that we're not going to go after any one of these players. But again, let's just at least have the conversation and go from there. Uh, a lot of people keep talking about Hunter Henry. I don't. I don't even understand this question or this 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 real this real discussion. Now, again, we all know the Patriots are imploding from the inside. Uh, they're one and four now. They're not looking good. Gerald Everett hasn't looking hasn't looked great. But here's the thing. I think that's more of a Justin Herbert issue. He's been very focused on Keenan Allen this year. Obviously, Mike Williams as well. He's going to distribute the ball a lot more. I do believe after the bye week, we'll see more of a distribution. If you watch the games that we've played up to this point, four games in a row, really Justin Herbert has looked at one or two reads the entire time. There's not a lot of check down. It's a lot, a lot of vertical. And I get it, right? What he's trying to do is get the ball to a specific person. Or maybe the play design is designed to go to Keenan Allen or Mike Williams. You know that. I know that. But I think at this point, he needs to start distributing the ball a little bit better and start looking at some of his other reads. Again, the whole point is get the ball out fast, yada, yada. And I get it, right? I, I get it. But here's the thing. He has no affiliation to the Chargers right now, right? There's nobody that this man has played with ever in the Chargers, except I guess he's not even part of the offense. There's nothing that would even bring him to the Chargers. But I understand it's a conversation. We all know that the Patriots are imploding. I even read an article today that, that Bill Belichick's probably going to be the Chargers' next head coach. I'm like, come on, guys. Another guy that uh, keeps coming up um, that I think is very interesting is this guy Kendrick Bourne uh, from the Patriots as well. Um, look, big wide receiver. We all know Mac Jones has been an absolute bust, has not looked good. Um, look, at the end of the day, you know, Bailey Zappi's looking bad. Mac Jones is looking bad. You know, we obviously know that – the other argument as well, you, we've already been discussing things with the Patriots. Why not give them a call? Hey, can we get can we get this wide receiver? What are your thoughts? Again, I go back to my same thinking. This person and even someone like a Hunter Henry has not had a lot of time or any time for that matter with Justin Herbert. That's the problem, right? When you look at somebody like a QJ or Darius Davis, those guys, 
have had plenty more time, right? So now you just got to open up the offense and give them a little bit more touches. That's all you got to do at this point. So this guy right here, I guess I understand the conversation. It's a big body, all the above. But guys, come on. Are we really going to go after this guy? And what are they going to want for him to begin with, right? So another guy that keeps getting brought up is Kyle Pitts. We talked about it on, on Sunday night, uh, our live stream. The Cowboys and the Niners beat down. Uh, look, uh, we had John from Out of Your Falcon Mind hop on, and he was very clear. I think this guy's only 23 years old. He's very young. He said there is no chance that he's going anywhere. I agree 100%. I still don't even understand the conversation to bring up here. And I get it, right? Gerald Herbert hasn't been great this season so far, but it's been four games, guys. And again, Justin Herbert, I really kind of put that more on Herbert's you know, plate because he's really been focused on one or two players on every play, not really distributing the ball amongst the other players. And QJ has actually been open quite a lot, but there's no chance we're going to get this guy. And if we do, it would be a very high pick. I mean, you'd probably be looking at a third or fourth or maybe even a fifth round pick if we're lucky. But again, Kyle Pitts, I just don't see it. Gerald Everett's a serviceable tight end. And guys, Donald Parham has already scored, what, three or four touchdowns up to this point anyways. He's done a great job. It's a big target, looks good. Herbert likes him. Why not just give him the ball more, right? You know, he should be available. I know he had a sprained wrist um, after the Raiders game. So, again, why Kyle Pitts, I don't understand. But, again, it's a conversation to have. And, again, guys, agree or disagree with me on this. If you're – put your comments down below. Andrew, you're crazy. Why are we not talking about getting this guy? You know, maybe, maybe there's something I'm missing, but let's have a discussion around it. Another guy that people keep talking about, this boy right here, this boy, Troy Hill, right? You know, he's a cornerback. We obviously gave up J.C. Jackson. The argument could be, well, he knows Brandon Staley. He played under Staley uh, in the Rams 2020. Again, very good in the secondary. I believe right now he's on the Panthers, right? So Panthers are looking pretty ugly. They're probably going to start dropping people off. Who knows what's going to happen with the Panthers moving forward. But again, you know, the, I think the Panthers are going to play the, the Dolphins next. So they're probably just going to get, you know, hoe slapped, if you will. But again, what are they going to want, right? Probably going to want a pretty decent pick, you know? And again, you know, he's 32 years old, played 71 snaps in the slot, 55 snaps out wide, 22 snaps in the box. Chargers, I don't know, could maybe get him a late round swap. Who knows, right? I, I don't know, guys. I, I guess to me, I look at it like, okay, this makes a little more sense to me just because he at least understands the defense that Brandon Staley runs and could potentially step in. Now, I would say this conversation would make a lot more sense if we had more injuries on the defensive side of the ball. If Vato goes down or Sante Samuel or someone of that nature, then potentially I could see this potentially happening, right? Again, offensive side of the ball, I think is absolutely a no. Defensive side of the ball, potentially, right? Another name that keeps coming up that I keep hearing people talk about, and I, I, this one is another one that just kind of blows me, blows my mind. Now, again, we all know the Broncos were imploding. Boy, aren't we glad we didn't hire uh, old Sean Payton, paid him $18 million a year guaranteed. And then, boy, R Rusty Wilson, whoo, he's not looking great. He actually is looking better than he did last season, but again, still not good. But this guy, uh, Samji uh, P. Ryan, okay, again, he's – an interesting running back. I mean, good at catching the ball out of the field. A lot of people talk about him as another Austin Eckler. Look, at the end of the day, guys, we have a lot of running backs in our stable at this moment, right? We got, um, you know, Joshua Kelly. We got uh, Isaiah Spiller. And, you know, they have. you could argue they haven't looked great. And you're right, they haven't looked amazing. Well, we also got Dotson, right? So Dotson has had a lot of touches as well, too. But, again, I keep seeing people keep talking about things like this. 
dumping players, dumping players, dumping players. Okay, sure, I get it. But my argument also is like, okay, well, are the Broncos just trying to lose games so they could go get Caleb Williams? Potentially could be the case, right? You never know. Um, again, you know, again, I don't really see it's a pretty short deal. Who knows? I don't know what's going to happen here. But again, it, you know, there's a lot of discussions around this guy and some of these other players. And I just wanted to throw this out there. Guys, what do you think? Do you think I'm crazy? Do you think this is, you know, uh, you know, no, we're going to make a trade. If we are going to make a trade, who would you want to see us trade for? Again, I don't think on the offensive side of the ball, we're going to go after anybody. On the defensive side of the ball, it would happen only if we started having some serious injuries on the defensive side of the ball. Like a season-ending injuries, right? People are not coming back. They're done. No hammies, no little ankle injuries, no nothing like that. We're talking season-ending injuries. Um, and again, none of that has happened up to this point. So, guys, what do you think? Am I crazy? Not crazy? As always, Andrew Bolt Bros. See you guys in the next one.